I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. What struck me with her and with many of my female American friends I have is how invested they are in being liked. How they have been raised to believe that their being likable is very important and that this likable trait is a specific thing and that specific thing does not include showing anger or being aggressive or disagreeing too loudly we spend too much time teaching girls to worry about what boys think of them but the reverse is not the case we don't teach boys to care about being likable we spend too much time telling girls that they cannot be angry or aggressive or tough which is bad enough but then we turn around and either praise or excuse men for the same reasons all over the world there are so many magazine articles and books telling women what to do how to be and not to be in order to attract or please men there are far fewer guides for men about pleasing women hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday morning uh ish saturday afternoon ish kind of uh ready to start doing some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews we're gonna read those on the show today um we appreciate everybody takes the time out to leave those five star reviews on itunes and stitcher the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport what about bullet ball extreme <coughs> sorry sorry my uh <laughs> i need to clean <coughs> clean my ears i'm sorry because my hair is kind of fading it out oh okay uh well you did just take a shower it could be some water in your ears or something like that yeah. i know when i take a shower and put on the headphones it kind of pressurizes my ears it's weird yeah, i'm like i i was like what's happening here my bad y'all it's all good it's all good um but yeah and the quote uh from the start of the show is from uh chimamanda's book we should all be feminists it's really just like an essay that she turned into a book um so uh it's a very short read i'm talking about like literally it's like reading a long article like you can be done with this thing in 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 a very short period of time uh but i do recommend this very i I liked it you know it's it's very feminism one-on-one type stuff for most people but hey look you gotta start somewhere a lot of people need some feminism one-on-one type shit you know yeah they do and uh listening to what you were uh saying i 100 percent uh agree with that particularly as somebody that's been a victim of that yeah i think well i think a lot of the pressure is internal internalized but a lot of it's it becomes internalized because of the pressure from society for women to be likable and for likability for women specifically to be about a lack of aggressiveness a lack of disagreeableness you know all that stuff and yeah it's sad how much we praise that in men i know i've had men who were my boss and managers and their aggressive style of management was considered a you know attribute and if a woman was the manager and she did the same exact type of treatment she became known as the office bitch and it was like don't fuck with her but not out of a we need because we respect her so much let's move up the ladder it was wow what a bitch she's she calls people out when they don't do their work right or they get they're late or whatever she'll write you up like there's an expectation of women to acquiesce to to everyone else and i'm not just saying to men to everyone else like other women even will be like what a bitch i hate her as compared to you know oh ken we're scared of ken you know he comes in he's all grumpy and he's and i'm like well technically 
you know that's that's kind of an abusive environment where you're afraid of your fucking boss you right know? And, pe- and people don't they don't look at it like that it could be somewhat um frustrating because basically when you do this all you're telling little girls is that you don't matter like right. like like you, you're literally telling them how you feel your emotions your viewpoint don't matter and all you do is set them up right for of all fucking kinds of abuse that comes their way because you can't speak up you can't say nothing you can't talk you're not considered a young lady and the thing is when you raise uh little girls that are like fuck that you know you also mm-hmm. have to teach them but well, people ain't gonna like you and you're gonna have to deal with people not liking you and yeah it's and like you got to embrace that because no i don't want you to grow up in an, in an environment where you were used and abused like i was because you were taught that you couldn't say nothing yeah we teach women to be all support and then the other problem with that is it's not bad to teach people to be supportive Mm-mm. it is bad to only teach girls to be supportive correct it is bad to say aggressiveness in a girl is wrong aggressiveness in a boy is right you know um not to mention when you get into just outside of the general gender binary stuff outside of the cis heteronormative stuff because you know everything is to please a man but there's women that don't want to be with a man right you know like what are we, like what are we gonna really what are we really defining so right and also um when you talk about aggressiveness what is he aggressive about and that's right. the problem too a lot of times with men particularly as they get older and older that aggressiveness turns into being aggressive towards women and then right. you have a whole set of another problems it's mm-hmm. like okay be aggressive well what if the thing or the object you're being aggressive about isn't a degree <laughs> it isn't something you can accomplish i can't do this in a certain amount of hours like it's not a quote-unquote end game to this mm-hmm. what do i do when my aggressiveness is, is pointed towards something that don't want me back right and of course the box that puts a lot of men uh boys in is uh this idea that as long as you're being aggressive it's okay because it's within the box of you know what we consider to be a man and you know we've all seen the the end results of that the Mm -hmm. domestic violence the uh uh aggressiveness criminality type elements that we applaud somewhat or at least allow in men so all right anyway this is a feedback show this is when we talk about all your comments off of the things that we talked about throughout the week you guys leave comments on our website theblackoutist.com you can email us theblackoutist at gmail.com a couple people left us voicemails uh 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 it has to be two minutes or less or it will cut you off um but yeah there's a bunch of ways to, to lay, leave feedback for the show we appreciate everyone who does any of them um and today being no exception plus you can also go to the black and give us your money uh you can just donate to the show just because you like what we do and 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 you just want to drop a line and i will shout you out i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day nicola c thank you for the recurring donation we appreciate you uh dr bambi hooking us up all the way from cali thank you thank you baby jason f appreciate you kevin w thank you kevin mm-hmm. falcons diva shout out to falcons diva her maddie ice is back uh donna n thank you Derek lw felicity f grace n uh zachary n of the uh living corporate podcast b coleman Lidwood c 
donna n lawrence c uh we got a brand new recurring donator go to the brand new recurring donator class the new members conrad mm-hmm. assign in yes he will tracy j thank you tracy cedric w melanike i uh preston f team dro james g gerard l calvin n monica t jason f tyrone m terry w lenica m alexander m no relation dostra j thank you jasmine a waste bees by sura uh michael irvin the plate maker uh eric m attitude chick bronco pride you know um you know yet tomorrow they actually got a hbcu um battle of the bands type thing going down in charlotte but uh i didn't find out about it till too late but uh, I'd love to go to that. Tomorrow at five, I know. Uh Stefan H. Deborah O. Omat A. Rachel H. Janine R. Jonathan W. Our girl Mary H. Shanna. Shanna B. You know, you guys mm-hmm. know her. Uh Corey B. At Andy S. Jonathan H. Mr. Span of the Span Report Podcast jeffrey m darwin m shout out to gumball <laughs> marvin b yes marvin b calter h early days of photography golda s j full micole f michael w ricky a pretty ricky what to call him and that's everybody Woo, that was a lot we took that week off mm-hmm. play me out Smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? And the people say, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you. And 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 you look so much better when you smile. All right, let's talk about these five star reviews that y'all left because some of y'all did. Yay! On iTunes, got quite a few. Um, my favorite podcast, five stars by Walt Thomas, who says but i started listening about four or five years ago best walking dead podcast out there don't let the length of the show scare you you can always pick up where you left off or listen at one and a half times speed hey guys can i get some loot crate uh that's not how this works but thank you for the five star review <laughs> thank you baby i'm gonna be real with y'all i took a lot of that loot crate stuff and gave it away to goodwill for all the kids to enjoy i was like you know what y'all should have this since they don't pay their bills on time okay uh keep talking (laughs) (laughs) keep talking about the walking five stars by big time 919 first time reviewer and long time listener gotta give y'all a shout out still recapping my stories when others gave up on me hey you know what that's what we here for we do it for y'all okay the other people the last we the really the last survivors of the group of the z-pac okay come on the last beacon of hope the black is the last community left in the z-pac and i don't care i love doing the reviews the best pod out there t from texas says 
been listening for two years and counting and the blackout test is by far my favorite podcast before discovering this podcast i would assume i was pretty versed in things going on in the world since listening i've learned so much listening to Ryder karen they really opened my eyes to a lot of other things such as lgbtq news things that are happening in white people news as a 24 year old turning 25 in a week hey shout out to you yes happy birthday that that's an avidly on twitter because it's the best place to go if you need to laugh and it's also the worst place to go and trying to avoid negative news oh mm-hmm. my god as a public health major i could 100 percent agree that the social media has negative effects on the public especially the youth if he's uh to uh, oh, okay we get the specific analytics and uh statistics on it because social media is fairly new yeah when we do get those come on so we won't know the full effects on social media until maybe 20 years down the line yeah think about stuff that has physical effects on us like cigarettes and how long it took for them to be like uh cigarettes actually not good for you yeah they used to do uh commercials about cigarettes be like cigarettes smoke them anytime right. anywhere any place in fact cigarettes is good for you feeling down give your baby a cigarette you know yes like, give your baby a drink like it was like there was a time when uh cigarettes for sure was like that and then 20 years later when everybody's dying of cancer and shit it's like oops and think about this is dealing with the mind social media so i think the effects while the effects will vary from person to person stuff it may take much longer to be like oh this kind of changed the way things work for people in their relationships yes sir y'all bring up the topic often and it always sticks with me because i work with public health statistics whether it's mental health or physical health i won't dive too far into it i just wanted to leave my five stars because y'all deserve it y'all are honestly my cousins in my head and look forward to see it uh to seeing y'all pop up on my feed to get me through the a night at work i appreciate the many laughs and needed information terry from texas thank you terry thank you that's the shirt we need to make cousins in my head because everybody always writes that they do don't they? <laughs> i need to make that shirt forgive my lateness i swear i'm not on poc time from white label american podcast it says i found this life-changing podcast after vice did the game of thrones issue and i was like let me see who these black nerds were little did i know that i would become a much better individual afterwards as a nigerian-born immigrant and navy veteran i am a hundred times glad for having you guys in my life i cannot recommend this podcast enough from the chemistry between rod and karen to their insights on everything politics nerddom life blackness name it i just love that you guys have made me take a step back from overreacting you guys have made me confront my biases you guys have made me look in the mirror and now i'm much more comfortable as i evolve in my journey including kicking off my own podcast which i was afraid of doing for years thanks to you guys thanks to you guys oh that's nice thank you i'm also on a gang gang with three guys on hey gang gang, gang gang we in the gang gang too yeah yeah uh as soon as i you know we just go straight to the next episode okay we're not <laughs> yeah. like these fucking freeloaders we don't have to wait shout out to uh randolph as soon as i pass through my current phase i'm joining premium i love you guys and wish you guys all the greatness and successes the best podcast in the world thank you oh thank it's official you. now that you said it best podcast in the world writing it down right now <laughs> it's about time this is a, I, honestly we can stop now uh this is <laughs> this really was worth it this is really what i was waiting on guys um but nah that's dope man i'm glad we challenged people um and uh especially I, i'm happy to hear uh making people take a step back from overreacting because honestly that's something i have try to do more myself and pride myself on it and it's taking a lot of work it's taking a lot of like inner work a lot of learn like 
retraining my brain to look at things long form to look at things in scope because i feel like i always had that but then when you're in the midst of shit on the internet your brain can get tricked into thinking everything's a fucking emergency all hands on deck right all the time for and, the least little fraction right and what we do for a living you know especially my part of it i got to be online to know what's happening correct to a certain extent and i've had to learn like how not to lose myself in that because when you have hundreds of people sometimes thousands of people being very loud very adamant and and then you want to step back and be like but i think y'all might not have the full scope of this so i think you may be taking things to a very extreme place when it's something that's not as extreme as it seems and um you know i always use this example lately but i could probably i should probably just come up with another one because i know how people get riled up over this name but it's like gina rodriguez and that fucking tape where Mm -hmm. you like dog i don't think the level of anger matches the infraction yeah when i started piecing that together i was like oh like it took me a while because i was like thinking of it like without just that uh, response you go oh the crime don't fit the reaction right like oh like what y'all do was like okay not that particular situation but it may be a two but y'all acting like it's a seven like this right. doesn't make like like and this don't make sense and it feeds the beast man like us being completely upset all the time sharing the viral online content sharing opinions on articles and links to when someone says some fucked up shit it all feeds the same thing and it feeds that thing inside of us too and i i think we should all take a breath before hopping on these every little fucking thing um and also to me when you see when you start to do do that when you start to walk out in the world that way you start seeing the patterns that you used to fall into you see the patterns that Mm -hmm. other people are falling into and you're like oh this isn't healthy right so right and it it, it, it'll it'll make you rethink how you respond and it'll actually make you when you see shit happen you'll think about it before you say anything and then a lot of times you think about it before you say anything depending on the situation you won't even say anything because after a while you will begin to see the circles because everything with social media is a big circle something happened people pick their sides or whatever and then you can see it go around and then it stops and then a few days later it's like the same thing so once you want put like this once you are out of the mix you begin to see the cycle and once you begin to see the cycle your behavior will change on its own naturally but you almost have to be outside i write to the outside of the machine in order to see it. while you're in it you don't see that you know and the other thing is i also see people mm-hmm. differently because I, I see people now where i'm like oh this is your thing is rallying people up right. and because you always do that you always need a thing so you can't have a a day where you don't rile people up is literally a day without content for you correct it's a, day, it's a day that you didn't do your job so everything has to be the worst everything has to and the world is terrible so you'll find something mm-hmm. but you know like you said a two has to be a seven because you can't have twos you need every and i think i find that to be exhausting and i don't like that energy around me um it's just very bad it's very toxic yeah that that and i'm i'm gonna keep it real a lot of the shit the niggas get mad at social media i don't give a fuck about it. i'm just saying right now i don't give a goddamn mm-hmm. because in quote-unquote real life like 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 separate from that that's the that's it's some shit going on there where my anger needs to be focused on that shit well i'll I'll take it a step further it's not that i'm like so special snowflake i don't 
ever get mad you know these no, niggas get mad that. about shit i'm not mad it's not that it's more about the fact that i don't necessarily buy that they're even mad about everything they say they're mad about right and so i'm not okay, gonna right. perform with them i'm not gonna do the act like these motherfuckers get riled up over the littlest shit and it's like if you look at it especially with us being content producers mm-hmm. when you look at it that way you're like oh because you have to be you know what i mean it's not like like i just want to be true to myself if something does make me angry i'm gonna I'm a damn sure be like yeah this is right. fucked up but there's a lot of shit that i'm just like if you think if everything makes you this angry you honestly would have had a heart attack by now if every th- fucking little thing is pissing you off that much like how are you still here on earth correct and, and that's how i view it and it's like i said it's not the fact that, 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 that there's nothing that bothers me and there's nothing to get to me all i'm saying is that a lot of the things that that people act like because a lot of it is performative mm-hmm. for some people they're truly mad mm-hmm. a small percentage of people but the vast majority y'all not really that bad so i'm like oh i don't give a fuck about this because most of y'all not really that mad about yeah. it like if i was to pull you to the side and talk about it and like, nah, i'm not really that mad i don't give a fuck right you know what i'm saying you know fuck kanye but i'm listening to his music fuck kanye but i'm watch all the clips fuck kanye but i watch going walking with uh, keeping up with the kardashians okay well then you're not really that mad are you yeah i, I agree um 1988 uh five stars kenny jack says i'll be at work on them people internet watching divorce court on youtube and applying for other jobs lol on halloween i watched the first three screen movies at my desk uh lol that 911 dispatcher hella wrong though jack ryan is a dope ass show kenny jacks from from (laughs) nakatosh okay uh well hopefully you don't work at a um as a 911 operator Uh, yeah let's hope so like he not it's like i don't work at 911 that's ridiculous i work at the suicide hotline um They need training too. What's, that? What's happening? Popeye's app, five stars, sons of Shaft says, one of the funniest show, funnier shows you will hear. My doctor is mad at you for telling me about the Popeye's app, lol, but thank you, Big Just. <laughs> I got y'all, fam. You know, I'm sorry to your doctor. Okay. It's not, you know. Each one, teach one. Yeah, it's not my fault. I wasn't trying to get y'all, y'all in trouble with y'all doctors, Mm-mm. you know. So, if some you know so you having some cholesterol emergencies or some shit like that mm-hmm. keep your blood pressure under control now don't put that on the blackout tips okay mm-hmm. i just told you how to get one a little easier they come call me i hate to say it i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing sorry to this man that's gonna be my response mm-hmm. if they come call me uh he had a heart attack he says your fault uh-uh. sorry to this man um <laughs> episode 1984 on the blackout where you can leave comments we got a couple comments to our feed our feedback show we did a couple weeks ago uh mike in london says i'm so interested to hear your comments on francesca ramsey that bit you read out sounded almost like a textbook i might have studied in training i deal with narcissistic people every day in my work as a therapist they can get better if they want to but usually they don't see that they have a problem and to me social media and activism looks like an amplifier for it i'm glad you're seeing this stuff now yeah yeah man i everybody gotta go through their own journey in life and you see shit when you see shit you you get hit to things when you get hit to things but i don't know i've had some experiences in the last few years where i'm just like a lot of people that present themselves online as uh whether it be activists or whatever cause or whatever you know even an influencer or whatever a lot of people got issues man and they like haven't necessarily worked to, through it and online also attracts a certain type of personality that i'm not sure i like i said in order to be good at social media think about the tactics that you have to use and then think about 
certain mental illnesses and the symptoms of those illnesses and the tactics that those brains tell people to use and how we consider those not to be healthy shunning um ostracization harassment stalking um these are all things you can do via social media and Mm -hmm. also because of our reach now and because of people being interested in us we're now introduced to way more people in our lives than we would necessarily before right so and especially content producers like me and karen like we run into people where it's like i don't think this person is well but i don't want to be mean and i don't want to be a dick so you want to give them some level of like hey it's cool don't you know but that you're not always dealing with somebody that's coming to you on the same level and sometimes people can i mean we've had people get obsessed with us we've had people Mm -hmm. threaten us we've had people um you know just do weird shit cut us off and 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 blame us for the shit uh we had people you know uh have persecution complexes like uh harass us all kinds of shit and i'm just getting to the point now where i'm learning like okay there's some people you can't do shit with and it's just unfortunate and i think a lot of this stuff is people having different trauma from childhood different trauma they've experienced in real life and how that plays out and affects the way they view the world as compared to me um and i can only control my side of that equation so i have to learn how to remove myself from certain situations to be on my guard and to be cautious about certain things and when and to trust my instincts there's a lot of people where i get like a vibe and i'm like oh, i'm gonna ignore you got to give people a fair shot that's not right what if you just and um i don't know man i'm I'm hit i'm batting in the high 99 percentile so i i really need to just stop doing that shit so that's that's i'm just learning how to tune in for myself but yeah i'm glad you guys are enjoying the things i'm sharing yes sir uh hey ron and karen i'm listening to episode 1984 and had to give my thanks and appreciation to your commentary around narcissists and apaths i really don't have the words to express how grateful i am for y'all being authentic and sharing but i want to say something this is the first time i've heard the word apath and hearing it has really opened my eyes to my own behaviors and people i have around me there have been so many times where y'all's thoughts and opinions are giving me a different perspective and caused me to check in internally just need to say thank y'all yeah that's from an anonymous person um and yeah i'm glad i'm glad we talked about it specifically for that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because um i know for me uh i have to be because that's the first time i had heard of apath too y'all so i was kind of hearing it you know kind of for the first time once roger introduced it introduced it to me and particularly apath a lot of people can fall into an apath and not really realize that that's what they are you know not really realize that they're actually doing the work of somebody else thinking this and 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 the trick is it's a just cause for you and because it's a just cause for you you don't question it you don't analyze it you don't think about it you just do because it has been presented to you as a just cause and the thing is once you start asking questions once you start digging once you start being like hey if i was the other person how would i feel once you start doing that you've got to get out of the group because all of a sudden you're no longer useful anymore because it's not attack 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 and once you realize that it's easier for you to accept that i'm not going to be a part of a group because the thing about social media put like this social is a part of social media everybody we're social creatures which is understandable but also sometimes you have to be alone in social media and people don't want to hear that sometimes you have to be the odd man out sometimes you have to have the opinion that don't go with the flow which is cool too but you have to be willing to accept that and embrace that and be willing to to live with that 
yeah and i think the thing a lot of people don't realize about the apath thing for those that are like am i apath am i a part of this um well i think one anyone could kind of be one you need to be careful with the information you're receiving correct um but the way that a lot of these communities around trauma are built um it's made so that you can't question the person who is claiming to be the victim no matter what so it's like even if that story is fishy or it doesn't check out or they won't tell you what happened you have to accept their version of events even if it doesn't match up you know i've had people approach me to because i think people think arise an empath so i can make him an apath like he'll 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 narcissists are good at selling their trauma and being like this is my story my tragic story and then you go i want to help this person i want to protect this person what do i do and they they take that impulse and then turn you into a person that attacks someone else but the key for uh apath is that it's two types of them one and sometimes you know they can be both but one they're a person that can feel no empathy towards the target right so if i tell you hey karen justin um we're not fucking with justin no more fuck him and you go okay and then i'm like and if you see him tweeting harass him if you you know if you see him at his job show up at his job and make a scene you know and you start doing that well guess what that means you have no empathy for justin Mm -mm. so that's one type of apath is just the fact you have no empathy for that for the target the second one is that they may have empathy for the target but they're scared of the narcissist correct so they just don't want to be the next target and a lot of people as much as they brag and boast online a lot of people are that type of coward yeah they did and if i like i like i always try to check in with myself to make sure i don't you know try to possess any of these traits and shit because i think it's so scary because narcissists are so they're not even aware Mm -mm. you know but i'll think about it and i'll be like you know what i have no matter how much grief and shit i've had with people i've never sick art we have an audience right i have never once been like let's get this motherfucker you know if i have a problem with somebody i'll be like i'll handle it myself and i'll like oh it's handled this is what i did you know something like that and even over the years i've actually gotten more and more uh keep that kind of shit to the vest so if somebody's if i'm having an issue with somebody i'd really just be like i'm not gonna bring it up on the show Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say their names i'm not gonna tell people to go harass them i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna tell people even where to find this person because it's really about the situation and the universal the universality uh universality i don't know i made that word up the the <laughs> I, I understand you speak in my language yeah the universal experience that we all share is what it's about to me so i can describe a conflict without going into details and the audience can connect with that conflict and i can give you like this is what i'm thinking about as opposed to you know a narcissist is like yo this person did this thing go get them you know what i mean or um let's harass them to this person doesn't have a job and they don't have a place to stay and they and they can't make a living and they like they that's the kind of shit they do and so having my eyes open to that was was important because i've dealt with it before i've just never fucking had the words i've had people Correct. try to sick me on someone before uh one of the reasons i got out i don't like i didn't want to run the facebook group i had more than one person come to me behind the scenes and try to get me to like either secretly ban or kick somebody out of our facebook group right for something that had nothing to do with facebook or the group Mm -mm. like it'll be like well you know in real life me and this person got a problem i'm like uh, i'm this is a facebook group right if this well i'm just scared now i think this person may know 
you know where i live or something you should call the police 911 baby if that if it's really that serious you know a face only thing a face only thing me kicking them out of facebook is going to do is escalate this situation and you think about it you're like wait why are you trying to win a facebook fight right a facebook fight and you're claiming that this is real life drama like dog of a podcaster can't help you a podcaster who's a hundred you know hundreds of miles away from you is not the solution to your problem you know especially when you know when i start looking into details things i don't really want to know but now when i start looking at details and you're like wait this this isn't matching up with the right. stuff you're saying this person isn't harassing you they're not targeting mm-hmm. you they don't even talk to you blah 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 so you know i look at shit like that but also there's a lot of people who need community correct and i've watched those communities form around certain negative type of personalities mm-hmm. and you know i don't say shit to them but mm-hmm. you can see when they're like hiving up and i think maybe they're bored or they just i don't know they need a bad guy i don't know what it is mm-hmm. they lot, have to do the work combination of all that yeah they have to do the work with their own therapist but i've seen that happen before where i'm like y'all don't even know how fucked up y'all are being because y'all are like your concept of this is so shallow and your lack of self-awareness and reflection is so fucking low so you don't like i don't know if it's just have bad self-esteem i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. because like i said i've never been the apath person you know but i have been in situations where i believe people that you know later i I look back and i'm like i don't know if that person's telling the truth correct you know so I've, i've had those situations before and i've had people around me where i just let them be around where i'm like i'm not gonna go out and attack these people just because you put them on some shit list but what am i gonna stop you you know you're an adult you can do whatever fuck you want to Mm -hmm. but you know looking back at it now i'm like yeah i don't even want that kind of person around me agreed like your whole fucking you know it's like if i said well i don't like the breakfast club and then i expect our listeners to go out and harass all the breakfast club people every day Mm -mm. like there's something wrong with that and there would be like even if you feel like that's what being a good fan or a friend is there's something wrong with you that's not you know a good friend and a good fan a good person says how do we solve the trauma within you because because this isn't it this ain't you it. know so it's just it's just little shit i'm learning i'm glad people are picking it up though and enjoying it and i'm also glad that that person um was able to see their role in some of this shit and and their own because look in most of these conflicts all conflicts really when especially when it gets escalated there's two sides there's two parts of there's sometimes multiple people but everyone has a bit of responsibility to it whether you're the escalator whether you're the narcissist person whether you're the person that assists the narcissist even sometimes when you're the target there's things you can do to stop escalating Mm -hmm. for example when you're targeted by somebody who's harassing you a thing i used to do i run on my platform and be like hey this shit is happening to me this is terrible can y'all see this because they gaslight you and you want people to make you feel sane and be like oh i see what's happening it's not fair Mm -hmm. you didn't say that on your show why is this person lying on you you didn't do this so why is this person threatening you but you know what i'm also escalating the situation because i'm now letting that person know they got to me and i'm also telling my audience here's this person who's talking shit about me check them out either you know and even if i say don't don't harass them don't some people are so fucked up or so like even in their naivety or they're, they're like i want to help they'll go do the thing i say not to do so i had to learn to keep some of this shit to myself and be like all right well fuck it this person's gonna be crazy i don't have time to fucking to play in their crazy land that's just up for them so uh i'm glad people are learning all right yeah and also uh 
uh, not to get off topic, sometimes this has to do with people, uh, conflict resolution skills. And so I'm learning, though, I get so many people don't have conflict resolution skills. And so many people, everybody is, I'm right, you're wrong, I'm right, you're wrong. They never consider anything. I had an incident that happened a while ago with like a, up, some upper management at my other job. And what had happened was that, I interpreted it one way. She interpreted it another way. And we was talking about something in front of another manager. And uh, I'd said something and her tone, I listened to her tone and I was like, oh, somebody just don't feel right. So then I went back to her and I was like, hey, um, it, did you really think that I meant this in a negative way? And she was like, yeah, I was like, well, I want you to know that's not what I meant. I'm sorry you interpreted it, mm-hmm. what I said like that. But that's not how this was meant to come off you know and i want you to get a i talked to her directly i was like i want you to get a clear understanding because i want it in my mind i was like i want this shit squashed i don't want to escalate it you have authority over me you can fucking fire me over a misgoddamn understanding and me quote unquote being right can lose my fucking job like you have to think about the bigger picture and that goes into the conflict resolution skills yeah a small thing that happened today even i was playing basketball and this guy was making a move on the sideline and it to me it looked like he was about to travel and instead he stopped and was like oh wait what's the score and i was like nigga what like you just clearly was about to walk and you stopped the game so we couldn't call walk he's like no man i was just picking the ball up because of this i was like man that's bullshit and we was about to have a ball and my teammates was like nah like it's cool don't worry just let him have a ball i'm like fuck that shit he tricking y'all you know blah blah (laughs) and uh you know and they got the call we ended up winning the game anyway we went five and two shout out to uh my crew today but um the end of the, the end of the day though when he was leaving everybody was leaving um well he was leaving and i i think i was still winning so i was still about to play but i actually went over to him and was like hey man so now that the game is over right like no there's no agendas anymore about who winning and shit did you really call that timeout because you knew you was about to walk and he was like no nah, i didn't i i really stopped because i they didn't have a score right blah blah and i said you know what dog i believe you man i'm sorry that i uh called you out or whatever he was like nah it's cool he's like it's just basketball he said as soon as the game is over it's you know it's no hard feelings or whatever i said i appreciate you being uh you know the bigger man blah 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 now obviously that's a very small example i don't lose anything by doing that but let me tell you something i know niggas that wouldn't have done that i also know people that would have absolutely let that kind of shit quell until the next time they see him is this nigga always cheating you know and they just keep going and keep going and to me i wanted him to understand like hey man i i I really passionately thought you was cheating but you wasn't so my bad and you know i'm gonna just take your word at it It doesn't hurt me to take your word for it or whatever and we'll just leave it at that but i think that that's a kind of a um that's kind of a thing that i i think is a a a thing that's true in life that's a small example but that's something i do in life not like i'm willing to sit down and talk to you and work it out um but a lot of people they not and a lot of times that's because of the trauma they've gone through you know um like i said in the book i'm reading uh conflict is not abuse like you're talking about people that may have experienced trauma and abuse as a child and so they can't they see negotiation and they see compromise as injury so even when you say you apologize to that woman you say you know i'm sorry you interpreted that way the, what to a traumatic a person that has been traumatized a person that has been injured to a nth degree who has dealt with that their whole lives 
they won't even let you say that they'll be like a lot of times people say this stuff like oh, the worst thing you say in apologies i'm sorry if you were offended and i'm like no that's okay that doesn't bother me because it because that means you're apologizing to the offended person i'm not worried about that now there's other tales in the apology that does show when it's insincere we've all heard them correct and and sometimes that is the tale for a lot of people but there's a certain extent where like no you're recognizing that you i that your intent was something then other than what i took it as Mm -hmm. and you know what that fucking matters intent does matter yes it does these people that don't want you to believe that are people that want to escalate shit and so um that's why they don't accept apologies that's why they'll every apology is not good enough and they escalate off the apology i've seen people take it every way like you read an apology from some celebrity or some brand i can show you where a person can take it negative no matter what they say you know hey here is so-and-so we did we we messed up and uh we are sorry to the people we offended and we won't happen again blah 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 and then somebody will be like uh well what about these other people you know what about this or what are, you know it's always some other thing because escalation is the game like how do we keep from accepting this because then we have to give up something and we have to give up our hate when people say they don't forgive i think about that mm-hmm. what right. is, what was so traumatic in your life that you see forgiveness as losing a negotiation because at some point in time it may have been used to continue injuring you so you may have somebody that was like violated the trust with a family member or something maybe you had a a family member that was on drugs and they constantly stole from you and so you forgive them because hey family forgive you know hey they said they sorry they're not gonna do it again and they stole something else and then so eventually you start associating the idea of forgiveness with being weak the idea of forgiveness with allowing flawed yeah the idea of forgiveness with allowing yourself to be violated again allowing this person to violate your trust and betray you again so you go if i never forgive they can never do it again or at least when they do it i can say it didn't hurt me because i already never forgave them but i think that's a you know that's a that's a deeper level of thinking than Mm -hmm. people want to go to right and i know i was raised in a, a, a mostly happy home so part of my outlook on life is just a little bit more optimistic in that way in the in the in my personal relationship way of looking at things i'm more optimistic i've never had some of the trauma that certain people have had right um you know we all have some traumas but Mm -hmm. not i haven't had the family trauma certain people have had so my core unit is just different and my belief in people is just different so you know it's something i had to like i said it's something i've been educating myself on and and i I see now my role in all that um the poll was have you ever been targeted by a narcissist yes no or i am the narcissist oh shit 65 percent say yes 30 percent say no and four percent say i am the narcissist uh shout out to you four percent i'm scared mm-hmm. of you uh me too baby go get help uh <laughs> um i'm in the 65 percent. i have been targeted by a couple same uh, i think it's because of what we do for a living at this point because it wasn't like this before but once we started this show man or either or either the thing is i may have and just didn't realize it because sometimes i go back and i think about you know mm-hmm. interactions and stuff and i was like oh that's what actually that was but a lot of times if you go back <laughs> in your youth a lot of people have crossed these people they just didn't know what it was or what the name <coughs> for it was and all this shit you know now it's more of a common place but back then it wasn't so mm. i'm like oh yeah 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 i've crossed these these people yes i have 
um and let's see we had a couple comments brooklyn shoebag says my ex-boyfriend we broke up in june after nearly four years together when i confided in my brother the situation that led my ex to my ex discarding me my brother figuratively took me by the shoulders told me not to cry and said you were in an abusive relationship with a narcissist now that i'm exploring in therapy and how i ended up in this relationship joined a support group of victims of narcissistic abuse mm. i realized all the red flags i in- ignored or forgave out of duty of love and because he was hurt as a child the recovery is hard because who wants to admit they stayed in a toxic relationship even my daughters 12 and 14 saw how i was in a terrible relationship i feel guilty because i feel i let my daughters down i'm ranting but thank you once again for bringing this up yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's the sad part too is that they shake your reality so much and they question make you question yourself and all this stuff and a lot of times you're the one left holding the guilt even when they're the the one that discarded you like they because the love bombing part of it that cycle where they're telling you how fucking great you are and how you're the best everything and they're whatever they want access to you know with us a lot of times it's our platform it's how can i get on your show or how will i get uh seen with you and all this shit but then on the way out you ain't shit like you you never never gonna be shit you never was shit and that's the part that fucks with your reality because it's like so what was real was was the love ever real was the hate real like Mm-mm. now all of a sudden i'm the worst person in the world i shouldn't even be talking about the things i'm talking about um i have no fucking business doing whatever like that kind of shit like that's when you're like oh this this is some like heavy doodle heavy duty like mental shit you're doing on me right because a lot of times the average person or average person enjoys being praised like like in, in some form of praise um but the thing is a lot of times they oh, quote unquote they overpraise. they get to the point where you be like oh, oh okay like something something wrong like oh no 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 like yeah my natural disposition not to take compliments to has served me well dealing with this shit because it's easy especially now it's just much easier for me to be like it's i mean it's sad that i can't take compliments i'm trying to get better on that but at the same time that natural like instinct of like ugh, like okay cool i, I like i don't want to be a big deal and i think because people don't understand that because they they'll say well it, with what you do you clearly want to be a big deal you want to go places you want to be recognized you want to speak at places you want to be on tv you want and i'm like that's not really my dream like that's not the goal yeah if yeah. that happens cool right but i don't wake up every morning feeling like a failure if i haven't made the, something go viral correct and i don't feel like a success when things do like us being on vice did a lot for us mm-hmm. but it also at the same time still keep saying nothing changed Mm-mm. so so it's you know it's that kind of thing where i don't get too high when people are telling you you're the greatest out of that and then you know and then it's always some some hook it's always some catch to it so yeah yeah and and i think for me the older i got the more i began to be aware of the overpraising when i was younger i didn't know and you particularly being a young lady and and you've been taught hey you get praises praises you know love that praises equals love you know you that's how most i know that's kind of how i was kind of taught that thing and which with the just the naivety and you not knowing and shit like that you can get yourself in a lot of fucked up situations out of just praise 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 be like i didn't expect to be here or i didn't know it was gonna turn left uh what where the fuck is this and it was like well i praised you now you owe me quote unquote and you're like no like and and then once you begin to say no it becomes a fucking problem because y'all were not ever on the same wavelength so now right. i approach that completely different and, and it's also weird because the thing the thing that weirded me out was 
how could you be all up on me to the point where i was uncomfortable where i'm like damn this person is really they really like some me that's a lot you know and then but with the narcissist when they're done with you it's a cold cut off so so you complete it's completely all the love all the praise all the contact all that you ain't shit they'll rather spend time harassing you they'll rather spend time uh trying to come for your reputation and all this shit Mm -hmm. and so when you have that part of the experience that's what makes you question reality because you're like what was real you know and so that's that's that was a big thing for me yeah in reality let's be truth with them none of it was real yeah yeah none of it was yeah. real but 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 the first time through it yeah the first or time until you read it about it you just think you yes. just think you're crazy you like am i crazy yeah the first time you deal with it it, it is a lot because like i'm thinking of relationships where like if something went sour and like say something happened with me and justin had an argument or whatever mm-hmm i'm gonna still try to reach where is i'm not i'm not one and done no like that's my friend we're gonna try I'm to work this out you know like i'm not saying this ne- that all relationships last forever nah i mean i have people that come and go like seasons is fine right but when there's like a, a a conflict and a falling out i'm the kind of person that's gonna try to work it out with you Same. if you if you give me that energy of you ain't shit fuck you i'm done i don't i don't i don't even talk to you i don't see you anymore I, i'm cool I, i'm like i you don't have to worry about me harassing you ever again right the same uh Amon says last year my sister added me to this facebook group for people who have had who have or slash had narcissistic parents i eventually left the group because i didn't feel like it was helping me at all in fact it shocked me we had a happy childhood and well into adulthood I, it was pretty good my dad's narcissism didn't become apparent to us as kids until my parents separated and eventually divorced there were only things looking back where i can see how he allowed his narcissism to affect his parenting being in the facebook group and seeing the serious trauma a narcissist can have on their kids made me feel like a group all of us kids are in therapy we often joke about how we're all in therapy but the one person who shouldn't be who should be won't go that's normally how it is when it comes to therapy for a lot of people but after my parents divorce i caused myself so much emotional harm because of the way i let my dad control our relationship it took a long time for me to see that i had to take control and establish boundaries sometimes my sisters and i will get worried because we know we had narcissistic tendencies the episode of the red table talk for a second made me sad when the doctor said narcissists never get better but then i know i'm not a true narcissist because i'm aware of my tendencies and actively work to change our behavior because and know it's unhealthy it's so weird when i talk about it because i don't see my dad as a bad person or even abusive because i realize he really doesn't show uh know any other way plus i love him he basically love bombed us our entire lives and used that to control us then once he took that away from us after the divorce we were left feeling empty uh we're at uh we're a lot better now emotionally and mentally but the scars are there it made me sad because i know i can never have the same type of relationship i had with my dad when i was younger but it made us siblings closer and i'm really happy about that my sister are my are my best friend my sisters are my best friends my advice for anyone with a narcissist for a parent is boundaries keeping consistent boundaries and holding yourself and them to them is important because you'll naturally want to take the boundary down because that's your mommy or daddy and unless they were truly awful like some of the stories i saw in that facebook group you still very much love them hope you gave me thanks for letting me unpack that hope y'all had a great break come on thanks agreed and um sometimes for some people it's so bad and this is why i say people need to be aware of how they talk to people when they talk about their parents sometimes uh when they be like oh i just don't talk to my parents i had to completely cut them off just like they was a stranger on the street because if i had enough mentally i just could not have survived like they just had to be completely out of my life and out of my children's life they had to be gone Mm -hmm. and when you say that 
like 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 the person who wrote the letter said people act like well they're your mom and you're your daddy okay and but guess what they're a person they're an individual person that donald trump is somebody daddy come on that is fucked up and flawed and i have to protect myself and sometimes protecting yourself means cutting people off no matter who they are um and lastly blue wave writer says bruh put put just put your reading list on the website <laughs> i don't know if that was um, i don't know what that means <laughs> they tired of rewinding and remembering i said you might have to do that or do a, a wish list or something not a wish list but like a, a list where keep, you keep a track of something i'm not turning my reading into work i'll tell y'all what y'all can do though um i am on goodreads the website goodreads or whatever um if you have that site um you can uh follow me on there um and that's where i update what i'm reading and it shows what okay. books i've read and all that's, that shit that's one good way to because my it. kindle does that automatically so i don't mind sharing it that way but i'm not turning my this is what <laughs> honestly reading is what's bringing me a lot of peace right now and reading is also something that um it, i just find to be therapeutic right now and it's just the same i feel the same way about it when people like man set up some cameras in your kitchen and show us how you be cooking and i'm like that's now that's a work now this took my private private time and turned it into fucking work and i'm not i'm never gonna i'm not gonna do that so uh i don't mind you know sharing what i'm reading or whatever on the show but that's for the show really you know um but if you guys want to be my friends on my own goodreads i'll um I'll, I'll put my profile in the uh show notes okay so just uh try to remember somebody's had enough of you and your shenanigans jesus <laughs> they're like get it together bro uh y'all gotta just rewind to what i said <laughs> i was reading come on now nope <laughs> y'all want to be part of these good conversations learn for yourself anyway the next episode was our recap uh mizekiel was the episode title for our recap of the walking dead uh classic r&b lover says hello Ryder care just wanted you to know how much i love your reviews of the walking dead they are both informative and funny i'm not a fan of zombie stories i only started watching for jeffrey dean morgan i grew to love michelle carl and rick when deny made the inevitable decision to leave i thought i would be out however when you guys didn't post this week's episode on wednesday i realized that i enjoyed the show and your recast enough to miss it not being there so i might just stick with the show at the very least i'll keep listening to your recaps thank you thank you glad you enjoyed those recaps the poll was do you think the whisperers made the tree fall on hilltop which we found an answer to literally that night so that was a <laughs> dumb poll question anyway some of y'all still missed it 47 percent said no <laughs> y'all must have voted fast 53 percent said yes uh how about beth says this episode i absolutely cannot stand out of projection in this episode i hate bullies and i hate aaron and father gay's lack of leadership a child is bearing the brunt of detention and they are just gonna let it happen shaking my head hmm if tara was still alive she'd have kicked them in the gear hmm shit wasn't tara on some other shit the last season oh no no she was uh she died pretty cool mm-hmm. she was still trying to reach out to ocean side and shit she was shaking my head guerrera is killing it and also why did carl separate from kang ezekiel yes uh oh carol i'm sorry separate from king Ziga. yes they had six years together but he was henry's father before she came along him shaking my damn head finally <laughs> every time i see alpha i think of sinead o'connor she's a dirty sinead o'connor <laughs> oh no love you both how about that <laughs> amon says no i don't think they did did it if they did i'm wondering how it will make noise and the tree seemed close enough to the wall 
uh to the wall for oh the wall for someone to hear hacking or swinging i feel like this episode was meant to make the audience just paranoid as characters and blue wave rider says how sway you telling me they knocked down a healthy tree and didn't draw any attention themselves how how and where the hell were the guards they didn't see nothing maybe jadis or lydia was hooking up the guards <laughs> oh, hooking up with the guard yeah maybe um all right uh let's go to the next one we could those are both walking dead episodes no that was just the first one okay. we got another one coming oink.com was episode 1986 um and we talked about the lies going around about the harriet movie oh god yes. uh we got two comments classic r&b lover says hi rod and karen the hatred uh on harriet that i saw unfolding and wound up mutant was unreal the only people i saw counting the lies being told were you and chris i didn't understand the need to lie and when it then it dawned on me that aside from the obvious the people who didn't see the film you had the people who went to see the film in a rage and allowed their anger to warp their perception of what they saw come on the danger of the latter is why i didn't go see joker when you are looking for the worst you will find it even if it isn't in there because not enjoying it becomes your enjoyment Ooh, say that again yes sir this is how you get people who watch a show a film or a show or listen to music years later and ask themselves why they hated it when it was new they had uh unaddressed uh unaddressed anger and made the movie show or song the focus of their fury well i'm not just that i'll take it a step further like with the internet now there's kind of an incentive to hate it because mm-hmm. more attention right not just attention but now now you belong to something correct because they're forming entire communities around hating shit so it's like if i don't hate it i become the asshole so if i look online and five or six of the people i follow that are being very very loud about this are telling me essentially it's a coon movie for coons well i can't come out and be like well i thought it was good since i have seen that movie i have run into people in real life like several people at this point who keep telling me how good that movie was to them and keep in mind i'm a person that thought it was okay because i i likes my slavery movies to go full slavery okay that's what i'm into (laughs) i I feel vindicated by that but i know a lot of people don't but i uh my man kwan hit me up when i was leaving the theater for seeing jojo rabbit yesterday and was like oh man the movie's good man i really liked it blah blah blah. people was clapping i said okay so you know and then um my mom same thing my mom was like i just saw the movie she texted me to say how good it was fuck these people online man fuck them they are so fucked up for shitting on this movie to get to cynthia revo like they went from uh we don't like her to we need to destroy cassie lemon's career we need to destroy all the other actors who were in this joint i saw them harassing other actors in the movie they didn't have nothing to do with it and they keep talking about well some of this shit was made up why you gonna make this you know what else was made up guys guys the slave master was made up the fucking uh janelle monae's character is made up it's all made up y'all a lot of this shit is made up that's what fucking movies do you don't like made up shit read a fucking book that's it like god damn sorry it just pissed me off because you know the shit went on and it was so ridiculous having i'm so glad i saw that movie before i saw all that shit because i probably would have been on there cussing motherfuckers out but you know me guys i just started making jokes so yeah you make a man we used to yeah turn the joke time but that like they talk about what her legacy deserved it deserved better than you niggas going online and making shit up that's what it deserved assholes 
uh as for the obamas the attacks on them just made me sad the behaviors of the twitter finger tribe is literally the reason why we have the president we do why do anything active and beneficial to the world when you can sit in your living room and stunt on them hoes come on yeah they they love going after the obamas every time one of them say anything it's it's the like i it was a dude i can't remember his name fuck i you know i don't even want to say his name that's it's probably just bad but he uh he's a writer for this publication and he basically wrote this thing about how like uh you know well some form of presidents think they can lecture the cancel culture about this that and the other and i said but that's not what obama said and it was like and he goes it did i say he said that i'm like okay i can read you just said a former president we know that's the only one who gave a who just talked and we and i'm saying he didn't talk about cancel culture or or, or or like he didn't say that like but you know what i said i said you right dog it's my bad for coming over here trying to comment because you know what the fuck am i doing trying to talk to somebody on facebook oh and that's literally a person that is one of those people that gets paid to be like hey the sky is falling everything is bad it's the worst we gotta you know they need the content and i said i'm being an asshole because i'm coming on their page saying it's really not that as bad as you're making out to be what they gonna say well you're right uh my bad y'all like no they they had to write their piece or what i'll say you know what dog my fault uh you got it and i then i deleted my comment and i won't be going back over there because that's my bad that's on me for that shit but that that was the thing i realized it's like some of these niggas make their bones on doing that mm-hmm. obama fucking walks in the room smiles and they gotta tell you how he drawn kids and shit like it's just what they do yes, sir it don't matter the truth don't matter or the 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 the, the, the context don't matter so ev says why do you insist on slandering arby's i was at arby's on ah! well arby's is my obama okay some of these woke, <laughs> some of these woke niggas hate obama and they are obama can't do nothing right and uh that's how arby's is with me arby's drawn kids okay uh <laughs> i was at arby's on tuesday and i had the petite filet sandwich uh it was delicious and the restaurant was full of customers they had the meats keep slandering arby's and i'm gonna send you arby's gift cards for christmas first of the all lies, evie, the right, right right number one evie picks or it didn't happen come on pics so it didn't happen like i i really don't if appreci- you're in a pack arby's it is no pics did it happen right i really don't appreciate you just sitting up there lying to us to our face you know what kind of world we live in that's your proof i would rather die <laughs> no instagram live no facebook we don't believe you yeah i uh as kevin hart said i would rather die than <laughs> take those arby gift certificates we okay? don't believe you keep those crusty coupons the lies, the lies. <laughs> you keep those crusty coupons to yourself okay <laughs> i won't do nothing about potato cakes uh once once every uh five years yeah for i, I don't st- step inside of arby's unless i have no other choice <laughs> you you may go in there and your other cohorts i tell my mom i'll never be like any of those negroes <laughs> Every time I step up in the Arby's, you know what I be thinking to myself? Ooh! Ah, the ghetto! <laughs> the ghetto! The ghetto! <laughs> uh, <laughs> the poll was, do you plan on eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich? Uh, yes, but I'm gonna wait for a while. Yes, right away. Or no, I'm good on that. Karen? yeah i ate one it was delicious you did. you did but you didn't plan on it no 
but you got one i sure did yes right away 26 percent 53 percent says yes but i'm gonna wait a while and 21 percent said no i'm good on that they don't want no popeyes well nigga you know what i was in i was in the 23 i was in the 26 percent i got one uh ma says i was planning on getting one but my husband got me one i didn't get one the first time around i was annoyed because my husband went multiple times and never brought one home so i could try it <laughs> there's only two popeyes i know of in my city and they're both out of the way he usually works close to that side of town his excuse was he wouldn't want me to ha- get a cold sandwich uh like warming things up isn't a thing yeah i was like yeah you better fucking throw that shit in the microwave for 30 seconds um lol so i was surprised when we actually got in line sunday and brought three one for him his mom and me i was good oh. it was good i can say it's better than i can't say it's better than chick-fil-a but it's better than wendy's their coleslaw is good and if you put it on the sandwich then the sandwich is better than chick-fil-a's i didn't even know about that mm-hmm. i've been hearing stuff about dipping sauces and stuff me too i just ate it the, the way it come with them pickles too mm, so good oh yeah amber says i'm so happy i finally got one <laughs> two of them sandwiches <laughs> the first time they came out i drove to two or three different popeyes they were all sold out this time i went to popeyes around 11 and yes they were all there was already a line shaking my head but i got my sandwich got the spicy version it was yummy fabiola says i actually never had popeyes before and i live within walking distance of one maybe five minutes anytime i tell people that i'm close to one and never had it it's like i was cussing out their favorite cousin i figured <laughs> i don't need to be addicted to another fast food business my pockets arteries are overall helpful thank me well good luck it's just one sandwich but i see what you're saying like the first hit's free maybe you're gonna eat the <laughs> sandwich they say you know no. be in the parking lot like oh i just i need some chicken sandwiches man well, y'all gonna open up right hurry up be outside scratching your neck why car kids always scratch their neck i wonder what that's about mm-hmm. john says i had one of the first on the first go around if you like popeyes then you can taste this the essence of popeyes in the sandwich and it's a nice size fillet with the flaky crunch uh compared to the chick-fil-a sandwich which is usually smaller and that has that pressure cooker fried breading it's not <laughs> it's not as wide as a bojango cajun filet but nice size and the bread and sauce is good yeah i feel like the first popeye sandwich i got that motherfucking filet was so big i i was like is this church of chicken <laughs> this bitch thought i was steroids i'm like what kind of fucking filet is this but then the that the, the next one i got i felt like it was it wasn't that big so um our next episode was 1987 walk like you're free we didn't get any comments and no comments on the poll so that's cool uh do you think summer walker is really done with the poll yes she's done forever no she'll be back karen she'll be back all right uh 86 percent of the audience agrees with you 14 percent think she is done forever Mm-mm-mm. that baby that poor baby uh all right let's see then we had episode petty 1988 petty labelle because patty said she's gonna make a movie about her, her haters all the women that's all ever, the haters all the women in the industry that's ever slighted her Honey, i can't wait she's gonna be naming all the 1980 stars you got two comments ramsey pussy bow pussy bow okay that's says, the name i am listening to this episode at work this a.m thank you both for providing your insights and opinion on black women dating etc i'm cool with people dating and loving on whomever they choose you two continue to be couple inspirations for our stars thank you thank you yeah that's always a hard conversation to have because so many agendas man there's so much pain that's been done between just black men and black women mm-hmm. that it's it's 
<sighs> it's one of the few things that really makes me sad you know like even when it's just like you go to thanksgiving and your aunts and uncles is arguing over some bullshit and you right. just like damn this shit broke down the gender lines quick as fuck as fuck you know evie says i laughed and laughed at that scamming ass bride when you do your white woman voice ride i laugh so hard my stomach hurts there are so many bridezilla stories out there this will be such a funny segment if you ever thought about it in the future either way it's such a treat when you read these stories yeah uh i for a while i was saving articles and then people were sending some of them to me but i think after summer like wedding shit dies down and then also some of the stuff is like not enough of their voice so like you need a good long facebook post right good long rant yeah you need something from their perspective you can't just have guests being like she did this so it's like a it's a fine line to catch Mm -hmm. it that would be a dope website for somebody to start it was just like a you know all these anonymous bride posts i think reddit has a reddit forum for it but like i said they're not always the long facebook rants that i need right. in order to get my white girl on uh would you work in fast food industry if they raise minimum wage to a livable wage yes i consider it or no i'm good oh i'm old now i'm good Mm-mm. yeah i also say no i'm good and that's my fucking point that work is hard and don't nobody mm-hmm. want to do it I so the idea of not paying them motherfuckers no money is stupid what? to me you i i thought america was about paying people the who work the hardest oh i guess jokes on me capitalism <laughs> you know what i mean like that like everyone believes in that shit until you bring up fast food workers then it's like that easy ass job nigga i've done that job it ain't easy mm-hmm. and i ain't going back unless i motherfucking have to nope and i will i've uh, waitress and I was fucking about two dollars thirteen cents an hour. You on your feet? You're sweating. It's hot. Dealing with nasty ass customers. Customers with attitudes. Customers that think you're stupid. Racism. Fuck that. I'm and, good. And I'm not even talking about just waitressing jobs, which is another category of minimum wage. But I've also worked in Wendy's and fucking uh, <clears throat> McDonald's and shit. Dog, that's you're literally making minimum wage and you're dealing with like being treated like shit Uh uh-uh i'm good um anyway we got four comments um 80 percent said they wouldn't do it by the way and 20 percent said they consider it alicia says retail and fast food are two industries i will never work in again people are such assholes to the workers for no good reason and management usually expects you to take it i worked at chick-fil-a in high school and man even those well-meaning white people were getting nasty about their food yeah that the power trip that you know i i know uh my uh my friend uh uh ray Sani was kind of talking to me about it on twitter and i'm not saying she's wrong necessarily but i'm trying to make a connection between this idea of like people had these big broad ideas of capitalism right billionaires are bad corporations are bad things of this nature i don't disagree i feel them though that lots of malfeasance and, and greed and shit but then there's also something inside of me that sees like a person stab somebody to death over of skipping line at popeyes and just the fact that there's a huge line at popeyes because of this chicken sandwich coming back like the consumerism that we are trafficking now i'm not saying this is uh i'm not making it a race thing i'm not saying new over chicken sandwich. no i don't care it could be kanye's shoes it could be um it could be whatever fucking thing it is but it's something inside of people that has this like i don't know man it's something not right about the way 
we flex when we get a little power like we always make it seem like the working poor and the lower class and middle class people are that's where all the american values lie and i'm like but they people too but they people so they just don't have the opportunity to abuse as often as much and as many right but the ability and the propensity to abuse is about power dynamics Mm -hmm. and having work in situations where i'm not the one in power because i'm making five dollars and 25 cents and i'm 15 and i'm working to register at mcdonald's you have these experiences where like you can tell this person they could be a fucking janitor they could be also a minimum wage worker of some type right but but let you fuck up their fries and now they're throwing something at you you know now they want to physically assault you now they're threatening a 15 year old with 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 uh death over a fucking salad at wendy's like that kind of thing it's, i don't know there's something in it that i'm just like that's in everybody that's in the, uh, enough people that we should all be like damn people are fucked up i think that's how i i like i don't think anything's wrong with people whose class politics is like yo we need to make sure the rich people pay their fair share no definitely agree but there's also something that's like well because rich people are evil and everybody else is good and i'm like no mm-hmm, you're just not mm-hmm. rich correct you just you just don't have the money to to power your fucked upness but everybody fucked up in some type of way Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'll never look at people to like having worked that job i'll never look at people uh the way that like politicians and shit talk about like you know poor people and middle class people i'm like you mean the motherfuckers that fucking threw shit at me because the ice cream machine was broke i'm good like i'm good on them too yeah motherfuckers that flipped out at a restaurant because we ran out of fucking milk like you don't run out of shit at your house i say be fair because everybody ain't shit not be fair because these people are better and these other people are worse like no all y'all niggas really ain't shit if we get down to it you know like just because you too broke to fucking abuse some amazon workers employees doesn't mean you're not too broke to go home and beat your children or whatever the fuck kind of shit you get into come on uh but yeah i i just remember that like oh you forgot my ketchup all right no problem motherfucker i'll fuck you oh shit okay okay uh and i had an old man that used to move his dentures around with his tongue when he was trying to decide what to order ew but i will encourage my kids to work at chick-fil-a so they could come home with some free food winky face or coals because they can get a best employee discount discounts you know niggas always got to get the hookup when they work when you work somewhere yeah they don't they hey man let me go ahead and throw a pound in the bag nigga i am in high school what are you doing i need this job <laughs> amon says no i already know i wouldn't be able to do it which is why i always try to be nice to service workers and i hate tipping culture in america i'll pay for food and services if i didn't have to tip because it makes me feel super awkward it's like playing a horrible game of what do you what do i think you're worth right hosted by wayne brady i know other people revel in those type of interactions but i don't it's so funny when you mention some servers being rude because that's how it is in paris we went to this famous hot chocolate place called angelina's and the waiters are so snooty to everyone they treat customers like they should be lucky that they got to taste the food lol but you know what we didn't have to do tip them same with england we tried to tip this lady at the noodle shop because she was so lovely and wonderful server she looked so confused and slightly insulted and said we don't tip here it was great people provide a stellar service because they just want you to come back not because they're worried about a tip the same should go for fast food workers they always look stressed and grumpy except chick-fil-a workers yeah also the other thing too with that is uh people power trip off tipping 
which yeah, is one of, i wish they would abolish that because which is one of the reasons why so many people protest that shit get fucking get rid of it get rid of it and they're assholes and yeah someone asked in the chat room did i see the uh mcdonald's manager that threw the blender at the customer yeah i did uh my man randolph terrence on three guys on is adamant that that shouldn't that woman that manager shouldn't have thrown that um through that uh that 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 blender at that customer um and uh yeah i disagree because that customer was throwing shit at that fucking staff and cussing everybody out and uh don't start no smoke won't be no smoke i thought we all understood that one what the fuck dog stop showing your ass at people because then you think they're not human because they at work like yeah you and that manager lost their job i'm not saying they should be able to just come back to work the next day that is pretty fucking aggressive to do that but nah there's no rules to this shit in life you can't just fuck people up and fuck with people and expect them to be like well i have the uniform and i make 775 so i'm just gonna hold my hands nigga you could get all the smoke and this idea of the appropriate response to some bullshit hey dog that's why you leave people to fuck alone i hate that shit that is a big thing i hate these people that do shit and then want a measured response to the infraction they did nah that's why you shouldn't have done the foul shit in the first place this isn't a police pulling you over for speeding and then beating your ass out the car like nah this is you coming to fucking mcdonald's throwing shit at people because you mad you had to wait for some food or some they got your order wrong and you found out the way that a lot of people find out that those are people too people gotta calm down man and you know what some people don't give a fuck about the law and don't give a fuck that you a goddamn customer and don't give a fuck about losing their job yeah and you don't know who you gonna cross that don't care listen and i look i love randolph like a brother but let one of y'all motherfuckers roll up on him with some shit and think he won't knock your ass out and not think about that shit twice come on now come on now like that's my man but come on now bring that smoke and see hit you with all that pent-up racism <laughs> anger that he be rage thinking, <laughs> and he be boxing this shit too he'll whoop your ass i mean is this nigga fit a personal trainer he'll be, he'll be out there like that like an anime talking about do you know if i hit you in this spot you will pass yeah. out in three seconds they're not gonna be like uh like right now i'm not well all they did was spit on me so i felt the appropriate response was to spit back no you're gonna mm-hmm. knock your ass out and be like you shouldn't bother me you know why you got hit with a blender because that's the closest thing that was to me you could have got hit with a cash register like you just you got hit with what was around now leave people alone when they at work amber says i worked in fast food and retail in high school and college and when i say never again i had a manager who used the motto if you got time to lean you got time to clean yes fuck them managers uh, i've had that manager too i just eye rolled reflexively 15 dollars still ain't enough john says fast food was my first job more than 25 years ago it's hard honest work but i had some burns that only faded in the last 10 years lunch rushes that suck and it took a decade before i could stand to eat food from that place again oh yeah i used to throw up mcdonald's every day i had to stop eating it they'd be like uh you want me what you getting on your break nothing nothing you know what i'm gonna get my contents of my stomach inside my stomach because <laughs> i don't want this i don't bitch. want your soda i don't want your fucking it, it took so long for i could eat mcdonald's the smell of the grease in the food that just sticks with you and you eat so much of it till you can't stand it but it was fun well you know what's funny wendy's never did that to me wendy's actually got that's why i still fuck with wendy's to this day wendy's food still good fuck what you heard i still fuck with that spicy chicken sandwich extra pickles 
but it was fun we were cooked and we were back there rapping dancing our way and cool etc well that depends on which manager was on stiff they're always one at least as a killjoy yeah i had some bad managers too um i'm not even gonna tell the wendy story but it's bad um <laughs> i don't want to bring the show down uh all right let's get into the uh the next episode so that was petty labelle mm-hmm uh then we had the return of the bat yes uh which was our negan episode mm-hmm. of the walking dead recap um we only had two comments on this thing um as my computer was slow to get to these comments three comments okay three it's been updated Amon says i know how karen i love how karen keeps changing the number of kids jerry and the bill have it cracks me up <laughs> changes one day she walk out there be three next day she walk out there be five how many kids they got uh amani says oh wow so you just gonna bash my head in with a rock see that's the problem with y'all blue check niggas in the (laughs) (laughs) z-pop think you better than everybody try to have a conversation in public forum and now i'm the bad guy just because i killed a defenseless woman and child wow i know you didn't hit the love and hip-hop wow (laughs) (laughs) uh last comment eve says the time to kill negan was when the team family won the war that's the thing when uh about this show when a character is around long enough you come to like them except henry and i like negan so aaron Aaron needs to sit his ass down somewhere why don't you hate why don't you love henry the way you love arby's that's what i don't understand (laughs) why can't you why can't you keep that same energy sis maybe they should have named him in arby on the show that should have been his name instead of henry arby this is our son arby Evie would be like let him live save him he got the meats team negan i was so glad he killed brandon i can't believe the show this show man uh i can't believe the show man a character almost as annoying as henry oh <laughs> looking forward to negan and the whisper showdown almost as annoying henry ain't never killed no kids ah you son of a gun ev uh did someone save kelly uh yes the whisperer saved her yes someone other than the whisperer saved her she saved herself or no it's just some random convenient zombie stuff karen convenient zombie 68 percent of the audience agrees with karen overwhelming percentage of the audience thinks it was just random zombie shit uh nine percent thinks the whisperer saved her 18 percent thinks someone other than the whisperer saved her and not five percent think she saved herself turk says hi guys remember when daryl rolled down the side of that cliff and saved himself i will say kelly rolled down the bunny hill and saved herself peace turk <laughs> yeah i remember that that was crazy karina says hi rod and karen i think that carol saved kelly but she didn't want folks to know that she's been whisperer honey side note i think that earl and alden will make weapons regardless of what yumiko said i do too uh blue wave rider says negan is back i wanted this nigga dead when he killed glenn and abraham but people are resource even negan please put a reading list <laughs> please put a reading list on your website wow another one shout out to henry hayden rv loving eve want to split some loaded curly fries boo whatever <laughs> y'all, too, y'all gonna be y'all gonna go into that cat that cat blood bathroom and eat some fries i'm good <laughs> y'all gonna eat some fries with the cat the cat head sitting on the changing uh station it's i don't think so dinner oh my goodness y'all are too much today what is happening y'all must have really missed us to be out here lying like this 
uh all right uh we got one no two voicemails on the skype i'll try to load them in the background voicemail line is 704-557-0186 and of course uh leave it two minutes or less because if not the shit's gonna cut you off and then you're gonna be like damn i gotta call back and leave another message to finish my message and it's gonna be embarrassing for all of us really but more embarrassing for you man this is allegra hi ron and karen um you guys are speaking into my heart i am about 30 minutes into your feedback show entitled flying monkey so i know i've yet to hear more words um that i almost 100 percent agree with <laughs> this empathic versus narcissistic versus the people who enable the narcissistic personalities aka flying monkeys y'all are, are getting at it and i love every second of it um so let me just get back to listening to this but i just wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> bye bye baby thank you um you know i think also for people that have had the experience it mm-hmm. really hit home with them right um to to hear somebody talk about it um because it's like oh i recognize this or i've been targeted by this or you know mm-hmm. put the words into it and i like to be honest i really hope i help people to the apath part because you can help yourself yes you can and 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 the thing they said that's very typical to apas is that they love gossip and they and so a whole lot of this is about being in somebody else's business and i to me i'm like either you're nosy or you're bored or you're just a mean piece of shit but they're real people behind this shit like i and like i said i don't i'm kind of like star trek i try not to fuck with other people's cultures so Mm-mm. that's if that's what you're into only thing i'm gonna do is try to remove myself from those type of people yes sir and let them do that i because i'm not trying to wait to be on the summer jam screen and because then it's gonna be world war fucking three or whatever like no nah, you can you can hate me without me being around you don't you need you don't need there. that you know and if you think you can get enough um traction and attention from hating me you'll do it i've seen people try it before mm-hmm. good luck you know what i mean i'm uh, unfortunately for all these motherfuckers i'm not that hateable of a guy Mm-mm. not that not that i'm not don't have my own flaws and opinions and shit that people don't agree with or fuck with but uh yeah your boy's not that fucking hateable so you're gonna have a small group of people that will fuck with you but it's just gonna be you and some other narcissist playing king of the fucking hill over there because uh i'm not doing it but uh all right we got one more voicemail this for my girl Amon. Hi, Roderick and Karen Morrow. This is April from RecountCouch.com. I hear that you are interested in supporting the Green Party in the upcoming 2020 election. Through your <laughs> podcast, The Black Guy Who Tips. We're just thrilled you mentioned us and would love to hear back from you. <laughs> hey, y'all, this is Iman. Um, y'all killed me with that Recount.com thing, but yeah. Um, anyway... I just want to say, uh, also, The Watchmen, I've been looking for more podcasts that talk about it, because uh, right now, only two I was, that like, from people that I trust to talk about it, Mm. Um, and both of those podcasts, they had, like, the executive producer, writer, on their show to talk about it, and I was really, like, hearing him uh, just go down the whole line of how his journey of how he came up with um, 
starting the new series where it starts off with at. But yeah. But I love y'all. Y'all had a really good uh fun episode this week. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Bye, Bye sweetie. Thank you, Amon. Uh, my bad. I didn't mean to ruin your. Sh- the uh, next time I won't say the name until after I play it. I need to start saying the name afterwards so that because <laughs> uh, that would have been a good surprise. Everybody would be like, "What the hell?" Um, and as far as uh, the uh, what was the second thing she talked about? Um, God, why am I drawing a blank just now? Uh, uh, the, the fuck. Oh well, all right, that was it. So, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know why I can't remember the second thing she just talked about. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed. I'm glad you enjoyed the uh, Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen, that's what it was. I'm watching Watchmen. I haven't watched this week yet, but uh, I'm gonna be real with y'all, dog. I don't want it to become work. I, that's really all it is. I had to set that boundary because you know we're doing The Walking Dead already. Um, and Watchmen is one of those shows that has a whole lot of Easter eggs, a whole lot of like, did you see this? Did you, you know, um, and, uh, it's not, I, we don't know the characters well enough yet to really have, uh, a lot of good jokes and shit. Um, and also, man, like, I think I have PTSD from the Game of Thrones shit, um, and Walking Dead at this point. I don't want to be around for the inevitable this showing shit like it just happens with all the shows it's okay it's not you know i'm not trying to knock people for feeling changing their opinions on shows shit happens you, you know but i don't know man i don't like being at the center or even close to the center of that because then it becomes about do you share my opinion of the show and right now it's the love fest right it's mm-hmm. new it's the honeymoon period you love yeah, every episode love bombing you look i'm not even saying love bombing uh that's that's a narcissistic person uh trait i'm saying it's the love fest it's what not the love it's new you like oh, the characters fresh, yeah uh all the special effects is all dope and then at some point Once it kind of slows cold. down or you get used to it and you know it's just a natural progression of this shit you know people did it with uh what was the other show y'all loved westworld Mm-hmm. people do it with did it with westworld you know the only time you really see a complete love fest all the way through is when um the show don't have a big audience in the first place so like who the fuck is gonna be mad about it you know who's gonna write in or oh, i don't like this show like you either in for the leftovers or you're not there's 12 of us watching it that like you either like that all the way through or you didn't you know so i don't know i just don't want to turn it into work and it's not my work i'm producing so you know fuck them uh but uh you know uh we might talk about on the pregame a bit uh behind the paywall or uh you know maybe uh, karen's not even watching it so i i can't even really recap it anyway and i don't want to do solo recaps big old thank you this from uh isaac who says hello rod and karen i hope this this is an email the blackout is gmail.com hope this message finds you too well <clears throat> i've been a long time listener and feel bad i never wrote into the show i discovered y'all years ago through twitter and bomani jones i was in another state completing my doctoral program homesick missing nc and consistently traveling back from memphis to north carolina and needed something other than music y'all were exactly what i needed funny and could keep me up to date on current events and twitter drama when i did not have the time to do it myself then i found out y'all reviewed my favorite shows too my favorite podcast moment was when y'all had uh omg jenkins and dragonfly jones on the recap game of thrones oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. legestro and uh 
doing big things over there thank you though uh it was a it was the perfect combination for the first two podcasts that i ever listened to recap my favorite show by the way both of y'all shows y'all kill the kid in the worst way like it ain't shit ha as a child psychologist i feel conflicted <laughs> that those are my two favorite shows don't they though like between game of thrones and walking dead they they kill some kids come on uh i hate i couldn't make the live show last year if y'all ever do it again i will be there uh throughout my listening experience i noticed that y'all talk a lot about hypocrisy and contradictions that people have i often think about this too and can be frustrated at times when people don't own up to their contradictions as the black psychologist bobby wright once said the only contradiction among black people in america is that there are no contradictions right white supremacy has fucked up our reality and turned it upside down so that we sometimes engage in illogical and contradictory practices without fully understanding the contradiction i think this can apply to other groups as patriarchy or capitalism serves the same function as white supremacy and other compliments uh and often compliments white supremacy i will be using a pseudo name to write in uh the show of the future but i thought i'd keep it real with y'all in the first interaction thanks isaac thank you um and yeah i feel you on that i I, like i often have empathy for black people even like sometimes like black people that are like really doing fucked up shit i still kind of have a lot of um sympathy for for those folks because it's like we all been so fucked over yes so i kind of just think about that a lot when i'm like you know you can become a full-ass hotel because why would you not believe in conspiracies when what's happened to us you know what i mean yeah and and all of it it is a production of everybody trying to deal with how they've been fucked up and impacted by white supremacy right and everybody has different ways a lot of people go fuck them white people like like to the extreme where you go well what's the difference between you and the kkk like y'all are really on the opposite ends of the spectrum just because you black don't make you right and all white people ain't mean and evil and the devil yeah it's funny because people say stuff like the same people that quote i think it's audrey lord who said like you can't um uh, you know i'm fucking up the quote but it's basically like you can't dismantle the, the the master's house with the master's tools which is not true but the point is don't try to be like white people and use the things they did to black people to and call that justice but a lot of people do the same people that quote that shit do that shit they, they be like well now we just gonna flip the racism down the other way and we're gonna be racist towards white people and that fixes everything or you know i'm gonna be uh you know i'm gonna be uh going against people that are um what i consider to be privileged okay cool but i'm gonna be using the methods that they use against uh marginalized people well that's kind of not cool right because that's the whole point they use those those methods are fucked up but uh anyway let's get to the next one all right we got this one from nicole who says i tried posting a five-star review for for you guys on stitcher but it's not posted and they have not responded to as to why anyway i wanted to share it with you and karen because i love the podcast keep up the amazing work and sharing the beautiful black love you two have that radiates from my speakers when you guys are on oh that's sweet baby but check your junk mail because with stitcher you have to also have to confirm and if you don't confirm well she does have a picture of her where she's confirming the review and it's not going through oh poor thing 
your fave could never five stars know all the stars the blackout is such a refreshing and entertaining podcast passion and compassion ride of care have for marginalized people is beyond words listening to this couple share the authentic their authentic perspective on topics that many don't even dare to touch beyond the service is one of the many reasons i listen and they funny as fuck not no no cussing but just af uh natural comedians <laughs> i just want you to know because i i'm looking for the reason it didn't go through to right uh natural comedians who would have thought who would have thought segments like guess the race and fwbp would have me in tears of irritation and laughter not to mention the walking dead recaps that are flames to hear karen's alpha impressions alone are reason enough for you to listen oh, they are one yeah. of the hardest working couples in the podcast game and have set the bar high i can't even keep up with the free content they have and they have so much more behind the paywall Ryder karen thank you for being so genuine unapologetically black and for sharing your growth and gift with us continue success insert hbo intro effect because y'all famous ah thank you thank you babe we appreciate you nicole and i don't know why i didn't post sweetie yeah we don't yeah i don't know either man who knows hopefully they'll get it together hopefully it's just a little delay uh mike writes in hi rod and karen uh yesterday i was in my favorite diverse quote-unquote part of london it was a big rail station at the station there was a bunch of police in the space we walked down to the trains with a dog they said they were training they were training the dog it was a cute little dog waggy tail and a grin not a big dog i'm guessing they were training it to sniff people for drugs or something they were saying over and over just walk past just walk past everyone's walking past no problem except for one kind of people who look really scared namely black women one black woman actually needed help to walk past a few feet away it made me wonder what they have experienced in the past best wishes mike well we all know uh at least in america dogs is on the wrong side of the civil rights movement yes and they were a lot i'll of never forgive dogs for that i know a lot of black people managed to get over it that's fine it's just hard for me to get over it okay i'm sorry but every time i look at them trying to cross the bridge i'm like white people was on the wrong side for sure but these dogs what y'all doing literally literally it's a state it's a saying about y'all don't have a dog in the fight you know y'all went in <laughs> and y'all, y'all had to side with them huh uh walk like your free uh feedback this from crystal listening to your show and had to pause the right in sorry so long one i completely understand your insight about when you're in white spaces and feeling like you don't belong we live in a majority white affluent neighborhood not by choice just no black people around here unfortunately and sometimes i feel so uncomfortable you can tell people who are genuinely friendly they make conversation and such halloween my daughter's uh classmate was trick-or-treating in our neighborhood the little girl was so sweet and hugged christian and just wanted to talk and just wanted to talk to her her family never acknowledged us and just called her name to walk away versus another family recognized us invited us to play dates etc totally different experience i'm an introverted empath told my significant other you can feel other people's energy and some i just don't sometimes i just don't push the issue our kids are friends but i know they we will never hang out outside school and i'm fine with that yeah you just have to get used to that shit and honestly like a lot of cases like that you saved me some trouble dog because if i get that vibe off of you i don't want my kid hanging around your house because something gonna happen and i can't depend on your judgment you know yeah you do something to my kid it's gonna be problems and it's always that little bit of when you black it's always that little bit of like is this happening because i'm black and no i never really know unless they're stupid as hell like that buffalo wild wings waiter that comes over and tells you it's because you're black like <laughs> nobody ever does the extra step typically it tells you oh no we just don't want our kid hanging out with a black kid they normally are just like uh time to go trash it in they just don't speak to you or make eye contact 
uh number two people are in their agendas regarding these movies i haven't seen harriet yet but saw the we need to protest and not support the movie hotels and told my significant other don't you think it's weird that the movie hasn't even really come out and they already want us to not watch the movie i saw most of facebook i'm not on twitter up in arms about it i still am not sure why people don't like the actress either i saw joker and heard of all the criticisms too and was baffled like did we see the same movie i love joker and think it should be nominated it was a brilliant take on mental illness although technically he had a neurological disease which is a real disorder people don't stop to think that's your hidden what's your hidden agenda behind this no one learned from the russian bots of trump or trump's election apparently yeah yeah he took the words out of my mouth um and uh i can't remember we covered what cynthia revo did um um on the show or not but i just remember her having some kind of anti-black american tweets and they weren't like to me they weren't even that egregious it's just the fact that you're the it's the fact that a lot of black people have issues with brits playing black brits playing black americans in movies and shit uh from the just actors as an acting standpoint and all this shit um i'm not one of those people so to me i'm already predispositioned to not give a fuck um but as far as her her tweets i just don't remember any sticking out to me that made me feel like wow man i believe she uh said that shit you know what i mean like i want to say like she, she she said ghetto in one of the tweets or something like that like a ghetto american accent or something and i was like yeah that's i think if i had already felt a way about her maybe i'll you know maybe if you already feel a way then you then you are like fuck her but mm-hmm. i don't know for me I, I just didn't feel i just never was that mad at her man but i also didn't grow up with this africa versus everybody and us black people versus africa shit like i just didn't we didn't i didn't know anybody from fucking africa to feel that way about Same. and i also never met anybody from africa until i was in college that that seemed to have some type of attitude about feeling better than me you know what i mean um and even with that girl like she tried to do that and i was just like and eh? you know like it just i don't know man i feel like a lot of times with shit online you can ch- there's this thing that's happening in real life where it's like a lot of times there are things that could be a problem but most of us go this isn't really a problem and we walk away because it's real life and there's just other shit to do but then online mm-hmm. it's like it has to be this is a teachable moment i'm gonna thread this i'm gonna write about it i'm gonna use this example to to get sympathy from people and shit and i'm not saying that's wrong because sometimes it's where you find backup and support but i think there's a propensity to make all shit that way everything is a teachable moment and that's to me that's ridiculous okay i'm looking at the uh art this article about it um this person was ebo peep is their name um and they went and they're like they went on a whole twitter campaign of finding screenshots and tagging it about why we need to boycott this movie so once again harry tubman's life is an expression of so much that makes african-american descendants of chattel slavery so that's that ados shit uh a unique people with a unique lineage culture and history how can you portray her when you dismiss and disrespect unique lineage lineage culture and history uh so let me read what these fucking tweets say sorry it's taking a second to load you guys know how my computer does it's uh 
it doesn't like diaspora wars so my computer Mm-mm. normally takes a little bit longer Pinares. right it's like oh y'all really want to know i guess girl oh, i guess god uh, you want to see all all four of the tweets y'all all four mm-hmm. that's the other thing too is like <laughs> i'm not trying to be a dick but it really be over like four tweets and shit where you be like nigga i'm not that mad about this like i get that y'all gonna be mad but damn man four tweets yeah and, and i understand people being mad and upset and, and and like when i talk i'm not dismissing that anger but for the majority of the people they won't admit that they just not that mad they just here just because this is where the party at but they ain't like angry 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 and the, okay so first of all these tweets are from 2018 uh september um um and then the other thing it seems like they're doing is resharing the same four screenshots over and over again like this is weird like this is a so this is what i watched happen with um when when jay-z um when jay-z remember when jay-z met with the nfl Mm-hmm. and i told you there's that one account called resist programming that just shared nothing but anti-jay-z shit every day and i was and i saw people retweet it over and over and over and over again many different accounts and so i muted that account because i was like this is stupid like this like y'all are making it seem like this is a much bigger deal than it is in real life right people might not like it that's fine am i walking out of my house and everyone's stopping to tell me about this shit no No. because it's actually not that big a deal but if somebody is retweeting and putting out this anti-jay-z shit every three minutes it's gonna seem like a big deal um so this person wrote like there's a long ass thread of them um talking uh, about uh not liking cynthia revo and it also looks like part of it's related to uh not liking lovey um they be connecting all types of dots yeah so this one is a picture with cynthia and lovey like standing together or something and um agendas yeah this is honestly i'm a little confused as to how fucking far back this shit goes as far as like the agenda because some of the stuff is without context oh why why do we need that just be mad yeah i don't know man this is some wild shit uh, right cynthia revo had tweeted in 2018 in august a podcast that celebrates her heritage okay someone says she literally has a podcast that a uh, carnethia says she really has a podcast of that title but okay i don't yeah i don't even know what it's in there is it is it reference bo- to is it both because they are black people outside of the country outside of well, not me country outside of the united states yeah i don't know i'm just so the show so the shirts they have is i'm just trying to make god and oprah proud i don't know why that would be um upsetting um and then um yeah the tweet this is so wrong same people will shout racism at a white man not realize how damaged they are themselves it's not new that some african-americans are jealous of what she didn't even say this by the way this is wale with a h are jealous of africans in the u.s example this person here so that's somebody else saying it and then but the picture is of carnith is of um cynthia revo mm-hmm. yeah a lot a lot a lot of these people's shit is like a deep dark ass rabbit hole and i have to make it connect and i have to make it make sense 
they look like that dude that is just a meme of the white dude turn around with all them red lines and pictures behind him connecting where people go this shit is fucking crazy it don't make sense okay i see what this is now so cynthia's friends with lovey and defended people that were attacking defended lovey against people that attacked her a podcast that celebrates her heritage without insulting anyone else's don't feign ignorance is unbecoming your comment was purposely decisive she probably meant divisive and luck gave you people who cannot see it i don't know if that's a i don't know and then uh carnita responded you might want to take a look at history with black american culture because i did i wasn't i I wasn't didn't mock a thing i invite her to participate in her culture and not disrespect mine she insulted a grieving man on the day an elder he has known for decades died for jokes yeah i don't know this might be some twitter b shit Mm mm-hmm these motherfuckers might not like each other and cynthia was like that's my friend you never know also this thread is long as fuck like this thread this person does not fuck with cynthia revo anyway the fact that this shit was given audience specifically to trudge it back up to be like don't go see this movie y'all right and all the shit you talk about has not a goddamn thing to do with the movie it's just it's just that twitter agenda shit man it's such an agenda and it's like when it's convenient everyone hops on it if you guys could see this fucking uh matter of fact you can can't you Mm -hmm. let me show y'all my screen i want y'all just to see how much this shit goes back and much of it is just literally retreading the same screenshots and information over and over and over again Mm -hmm. making it seem like even bigger deal like she has a bunch of history of this shit Mm um that's what they do yeah um well yes yeah so okay so i think i finally reached the top speaking of specific cynthia understands the specific nigerian uh, nope that's not the top jesus christ how many fucking tweets is this all right so can y'all see my screen Mm -hmm. hey i'm gonna scroll down because i've been scrolling up for fucking ages to find like when did this start um so this is me scrolling down these are the tweets i'm still scrolling uh hold on it's loading now still scrolling wow mm-hmm. still scrolling I, not trying to be funny i'm to the point where i'm like who has the time maybe maybe this is just me i don't have the time my life is busy i got shit to do i'll not trying to if i personally have shit to do still scrolling uh, for you that's much time to do this and odds are you doing it for probably for free also i'll just scroll up a little bit notice this this is a tech this is one of the things i talk about these techniques they use so this picture with her and lovey right there's a picture mm-hmm. there here's a, here's the same picture later like they do shit like this where it's just the same tweets the same pictures like hate this person hate person and of course people that will latch on to it because one they need something to talk about yep it's boring or yeah. they gossip or they got the agenda and now it's time to go and i'm like this is about the fact that y'all don't like this woman mm-hmm you know like that like it's that fucking simple but yeah it's still scrolling by the way still have not reached the bottom it's actually taking a second to load some of this stuff because it's just so many pictures and shit but this is insane to me to to care a much that much and of course hashtag american dos that uh my african descent is a slave shit the mm. ados you knew it was gonna I still don't shit. I'm like, okay, y'all just Anyway, I hate that I wasted y'all's time with that shit, but um yeah, they referred to that was so fucked up just were not they did not bother me, so good luck um to the folks that feel that way. Yeah, and also maybe people 
uh you know be aware of when you see this do a little bit of research sometimes and and think about it and that because a lot of times when people do this they make shit trend and if you're somebody that is oh kind of just obliviously going through and just like oh and you're just treated or whatever and next thing you know it's trending and you can actually be part of the problem and not realize it i know well, I've been i mean it's that. something to talk about Correct. everyone's looking for something to talk about so what you do is you find the source of what they're talking about and you retweet it like wow i didn't know all this mm-hmm. and then no one ever stops and goes why the fuck did someone make 700 tweets threaded together about cynthia revo in 2018 like nobody thought that's maybe this person's kind of weird because even if you didn't fuck with her you know what most of us would be like is i don't fuck with her the end not let me take keep posting the same shots and screens over and over and over the same tweets over and over and over till everyone gets riled up like and then the fact that resurfaced around this is crazy to me mm-hmm. monique says hey rod and karen i'm listening to you describe your discomfort and walking around your neighborhood and the lack of acknowledgement of your presence i relate so much to this i remember in grad school we had a free bus system my stop was the first and last stop right in front of my apartment so i pretty much had carte blanche on my seat knowing the bus would be would be packed i would put my bag down on the floor or between my feet make sure the seat next to me was empty no matter what when the bus got packed white students would not take the seat next to me they were often rather ask the white person near me that purposely put their bag on the seat um next to them to move it oh, so well, they could sit mm-hmm. there's an emptiness that sets in when that happens countless times i could feel my anxiety rising wondering if i could look scary or bitchy or unapproachable i definitely have incorporated smiling into my normal resting face because uh perhaps my serious face is intimidating plus i just have i'm just happy in general so why not smile but i'll still get pissed off pissed if a nigga tells me to smile ha <laughs> right it's like i have to put on this act for everybody so they don't think i'm right. some mean ass woman so the one time i don't smile here you come not even don't smile but you know then the street harassment you scared yes. to invite that shit smile uh oh well you a bitch anyway you know how that hells mm-hmm. i also remember walking in a crosswalk on campus at 5 p.m after 5 p.m mind you it's massachusetts state law that if a progress pedestrian is on the crosswalk you must stop drivers would stop for the white students but often i would be waiting for multiple cars in order to cross i certainly wasn't gonna just look walk across the street because i might have gotten hit oh. so many times we walk through life and feel so invisible yeah when people try to cross the street in front of restaurants stuff in the parking lot it's always weird because you can tell um certain people don't expect you to stop and one like there's a a a big group that i noticed don't expect you to stop is uh older women um and a lot of times like if someone is heavier or whatever Mm -hmm. so that's you know that's when they're like i know you ain't stopping Mm-mm. you know what i mean I, so many people have probably flown right past them they're like the fuck i'm gonna go out there for they always look shocked when i'm like go ahead they're they always do. like what the fuck you stopped oh my god a gentleman i'm like uh this is the law and if i would have hit your ass i would have been in jail but thank you thank you <laughs> chivalry isn't dead i guess but that, i'm just literally stopping because that's the law right um thank you for sharing your experience i hope it gets better for us and we all begin to acknowledge each other thank you monique and uh yeah i don't know the thing i've just made my mind up is i'm still gonna have my black ass out there walking my four five times a week so if maybe people get used to my face and start waving or speaking or whatever if not fuck them right. uh, i'm a i'm a pleasure to be around you are 
1987 james right said the summer walker commentary hurt my heart it feels like there are people that want to be stars but do not have the same talent and work ethic it's sad when people would rather tear her down than to work as hard as she does the frustrating thing about the internet is it puts the batter in the back of the hustlers and the lazy the hustlers are doing it creating content entrepreneurship while the lazy is just eroding everything that the hustlers are doing and both had the same sense of accomplishment shaking my head fam i give gil scott come on they both have the same sense of accomplishment that's a great way to put it that is a great way to put it yeah and also man you're right there is a, a access on some of the criticism of some of these people that's really about jealousy right and people don't want to talk about that you know and like it that's a way that a lot of people write folks off like nigga they just jealous but I, it's true a lot of times I, I know i had to slow down on some of the things i was saying and and thinking because i had to start examining myself of is it just jealousy am i upset that this person's ahead of me in the quote-unquote race they're bigger than my platform they're this i had to start thinking like that and even when i really examined myself and was like nah it's not jealousy i still had to stop and go but how much emphasis am i putting on them how much more attention am i giving them because then it looks like jealousy even when it's not so i'm just not gonna do it you know um it doesn't mean you have to not hold people accountable quote unquote if you believe in that bullshit right um because i'm not sure that talking bad about somebody on a podcast is necessarily holding them accountable i think accountability comes when you're part of a community and part of somebody you have a relationship with somebody or a real functioning yes like karen can hold me accountable because we have an actual relationship but i don't know some motherfucker i don't some stranger on twitter can't hold me accountable that's that's just putting a lot of importance on yourself but anyway um you know it just made me think about like no nah, i can say that i didn't agree with this or i don't like this or i without necessarily being personal with this person or uh coming at this platform all the time because then it just looks like i'm saying your platform is much more important than mine and what i have to say is based on what you said the day before that's not that's not me being myself Mm-mm. preston says tindro uh walking dead recap i stopped watching the walking dead during the savior war but still listen to recaps they are fantastic thanks thank you glad you enjoyed preston and steve writes in episode 1998 mispronouncing white names uh uh, in case you haven't seen it it's gold oh uh oh yeah oh no 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 steve 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 i love kia pill okay Mm -hmm so of course i know substitute teacher hey hey ron i do this yes. at the i do this at the um i do this at the uh basketball course sometimes when i'm working the list for people signing up and you know you call out the people on the list to see who's next and i'll do some of these like balake who is balake uh it's blake it's like balake to me that ain't how you spell no blake you know so now nah, i love that skit. <laughs> nah key and peel my shit yes it is don't listen to these woke niggas they, they didn't watch erica Wright said hey rod uh i'm so intrigued by your reading list and habits thank you for shouting out your current reads what's your preference do you go one book at a time or rotate multiple books at once uh i try to go one book at a time when i'm reading uh especially long form non-fiction every once in a while what i'll do is break it up with like a graphic novel or something really funny and short but i prefer to do one book at a time i don't technically read i prefer audio but i generally have three to five books in rotation i like non-fiction for daytime and fiction for nighttime i don't know how anybody keeps up with uh more than one fiction story at a time i probably would start be like wait a minute 
harry potter got the horcrux at the at the at the he at said, the hunger games right i'm like wait no. what happened how did we get here no uh, not the same thing sir uh i like non-fiction for daytime fiction for nighttime to me fiction at night is equivalent to watching tv till i fall asleep something that i definitely used to do I, it doesn't sound like you read much fiction no nah, i don't uh but you read you do read comic books yes i do i haven't delved in that universe yet yeah i get my fiction from comic books um just not much of a fiction reader i don't know why just never been uh, well no that's a lie i was when i was a kid but i don't know i let that shit go i'm like teach me i'm like real life is interesting as fuck in these books and y'all know this shit y'all know the slavery shit was real <laughs> and i'm like what's another spell y'all read about the hunger games nigga. you know they was motherfuckers was killing people because they was hungry um uh to karen are you I'm still like, three-headed dogs i'm here for it uh to karen are you still listening to the harry potter series i am i am i took a little bit break uh but i am i have really been uh uh really loving it i'm almost finished with the first book and as soon as i finish uh listening i'm going to purchase the second one i began about a month ago and i'm now on book three ironically back when book one was first released my high school started a reading pen pal program we were supposed to read books then discuss them with younger kids through letters i really enjoyed reading but just couldn't get into harry potter i don't think i made it past chapter two or three even now i'm deeply fascinated and entertained by jk's imagination and creativity but if you ask me about specific scenes and such i probably couldn't tell you thanks for everything y'all are amazing thank you thank you um and that is it yeah but it's a total of seven books i know because i purchased the whole set for my niece and she has i think she may have finished reading them all or close to finish that's a reading girl so that is it for all the emails and stuff like that we'll be back uh later in the week uh of course uh tomorrow i believe um so thank you guys for listening and until next time i love you i love you too